listening to the EdReach Network. This EdReach podcast is supported by EdReach's own Teacher Tech Talk. Teacher Tech Talk is the show where we discuss technology, gadgets, apps, and tips that impact teachers, students, and learning. Get connected to find out what other educators are doing in their classrooms. Go to edreach.us slash TTT and subscribe. Now, enjoy your show. <laughs> we're, we're, the we're live, buddy. Oh, we didn't do the screen. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you can't just throw one thing in and you not know, the other. You know, you said, no, you said we're going going naked. Do you guys? Do you guys? Do you guys <laughs> not even wearing pants? Wow. Do you guys know? Do you guys know WKRP? <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is our Les Nessman. This is our band aid moment. Every <laughs> broadcast, we can't start the broadcast properly. Okay, here we go. Ed Gamer, episode one twenty six. How gamified? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes. Okay. Gamified. Because gamified empowers students. This is Ed Gamer for Wednesday, January fifteenth, twenty thirteen. Ed Gamer is part of the EdReach Network. EdReach.us, giving education a voice. A, a big, big voice. voice. Oh, that was good. That was awesome, Jerry. I do think it's 2014, though. Oh, my goodness. Did I? <laughs> uh, just small detail. <laughs> oh, you know, my You know what's even worse? It's like the third show we've done this year, and I guarantee you we haven't changed any I of bet it. we said 13 every single time. Yeah. We used the same doc and copied over. Definitely. I can okay. almost promise you. Yeah. So, Ed Gamer, episode 126, How Gamified Empowers Students. This is Ed Gamer for Wednesday, January 15th, 2014. Wow. We don't need to do the whole thing again. Okay, this yeah, show is do. dedicated to education <laughs> gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. I'm Colin. I'm Lee. And I'm Vicki. Hello, everybody. I think, Jerry, this is the largest, this is the largest grouping we've had, isn't it? This is it. Okay. Wow. Well, let's start off with Colin. I didn't. There was no particular order other than alphabetically by first name. So, Colin, <laughs> who are you? Well, I'm I'm Colin. My my whole name is Colin Osterhout. It's kind of big, but uh, I'm a student at the University of Alaska Southeast in Juneau, Juneau here in uh, sunny Alaska, and nice. uh, I'm one of Lee's students. And I've been. Uh, this is my second year being a student of Lee's, and I'm just I'm just thrilled to be here. I've I've, I've been an engineer. A programmer, systems admin, and uh, sort of a ski bum in the past, and uh, I'm just happy happy to be here. Very cool, very cool. Lee, I'm Lee Graham, and I'm Colin's student, and uh, <laughs> I work at the University <laughs> of Alaska Southeast. I, I teach ed tech classes, and I'm lucky to have some really brilliant students that I learn from. And I'm here in Juneau as well. Yes, Wyoming would be nice right now, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> is it a little cold there, Lee and Colin? It's actually no. It's it's miserably it's cold. It's just wet. Very very wet. Rain it's or slushy snow? Rain. Oh. I I have this like full length like tent that I wear whenever I go anywhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's dry. Wow. I have a okay. special place in my heart for Alaska. I was there last year. It was great. I, cousins all the way up in Anchorage. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. It is. Well, and our last guest, Vicki. 
Well, and we want to mention uh, Verena Roberts, oh, right. who is one of the masterminds and really kind of our leader um, with this whole thing. She's actually in Mexico tonight, so I not think feeling she is drinking margaritas, enjoying and, yes. herself. <laughs> um, but I'm Vicki Davis. I teach technology courses at Westwood Schools in Camilla, Georgia, and I'm also the IT director, so I work with uh, kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. And I write the uh, Cool Cat Teacher blog and have lots of other little projects I do around, but I'm really glad just to be a teacher and to be part of a time when we can connect. Um, we're seeing such amazing things happen in education right now. I think it's really the best time to ever be an educator. Um, we just have to look at it and see the opportunities that are here because those of us who are excited are really excited and those who are down are really down. So we just kind of <laughs> got to help um, help those who haven't uh, caught the excitement yet um, to pull on up. Very cool. Thank you. Jerry? My name is Jerry James and I'm a visual arts teacher from Chambry, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. And yes, it is normal Illinois, and we can talk about that later. <laughs> There's a whole thing there. So um, I want to kind of uh, mention a few things here before we get into the main purpose of this discussion, gamified. So just want to remind people that uh, I'm going to be on Hangouts on Air. Jerry, were you joining me? Uh, when is that? It's about 10 o'clock on Monday morning on our day off. Ooh. Uh, maybe. Okay. Okay. So Nilo is from Sweden, and he has a Hangouts on Air. Um, he does all different types of ed tech, and just a wonderful, wonderful guy. So uh, that's Hangout on Air is 10 o'clock, be Central Time on Monday, and uh, there's that. And then t today, I think, uh, or yesterday, Jerry, I got the schedule for South by Southwest. Awesome. And so that's out there. I don't know. Were you going to pull that up, Jer? You're talking EDU, right? You're not going to. You're not going to go to the music conference. I'd love to go to the music conference go, too. Go see but, some bands. Yeah, that'd be awesome. No, it's 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 definitely the EDU. So South by Southwest EDU and presenting on Tuesday morning. Put you up there. Presenting on Tuesday morning. I think like at 10 or 11 a.m. or something like that. So, um, very. I'm very excited. I'm a little nervous about that one. But, uh, Jack Gilbert, 9 a.m., buddy. Oh, 9 a.m. Oh, man, i got to get up. stuff going. You're in the Hilton earlier. Austin downtown. Yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. So nice. the schedule's out there. Hopefully, if you haven't signed up, I don't, I, I'm guessing you probably get tickets to go, but it looks like a lot of fun. I want. You know what I want to see? I want to see Michelle Ree and Diane Ravitch in the same room. Wow, that's crazy. I would love to see. Is that there? You, they're both good. They're both going to be there. Okay, I was about to say I want a live feed to that one. <laughs> I want to see. I, that. I would actually like that. Would be pay per view worthy. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, talk about opposing viewpoints. Okay, so uh, the other thing that I, I messed up last week was that I thought I knew something and I didn't, which is not the first time ever or first time even today, or the last time. So Intel Galileo. Do you guys work with uh, any maker fairs? I, spaces. Uh, no, I haven't. I wish I could. Um, this is, um, you know, there was the Raspberry, uh, was it Raspberry Pi? It was a small um, computer. And this is the Intel Galileo. And it is a small, it's probably about the size of my hand. Um, 
motherboard and you can start creating and using and writing programs to make and create and so uh, yeah it's very very cool uh, the some of Oh, where was it at? Is it like the hummingbird or um, some of those things that you can kind of put together? I I think what you do is start attaching different items to it. So I know on their Facebook page they have a digital. There's like a digital clock. There's an LED screen spell and it spells out. So you can do some programming with that. Mm -hmm. I know somebody was actually creating a way to um, put together uh, a sensor. For moisture in the ground, one was trying. One person was trying to put together uh, a way to tell if chickens uh, laid an egg that day. So it's it's a full-fledged computer, but you're able to attach different devices to it and do the programming for it. And that's that's what seems to be quite interesting. They've seems gotten so much. The, the whole system on a chip and microcontroller on a small board have got so much better than yes. when I was in college. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. I mean, that's that's basically the the palm of your hand. Mm -hmm. That board. So I just wanted to. I'll have the links on the on the show notes, and I think that would be um, that'd be very interesting, especially as much as the maker movement has really been pushed along. I'll uncheck you now, Jerry. So you know it doesn't. <laughs> now that I have control of the camera, you know it's, it doesn't always need to be on. You know I could just stick it on you the whole time. So. Are you muted? Did you mute yourself on purpose? No, but I did mute myself on accident. <laughs> on, on accident. The next one is uh, the Oculus Rift. And this is the 3D goggles. If you can pull that up, Jerry. Uh, Oculus CEO, Humble Bundle, and Towerfall creators make Forbes 30 under for 30 games. So the creator of the Oculus Rift, uh, the virtual reality uh, 3D... Um, you know, 3D glasses. Uh, this this is really taking off. Have any of you seen this device yet? Was that the one they had a, a whole? Um, was it a, a crowdfunded? Uh, a crowdfunded? I think device? I think it was. I th I think there was some crowdfunding that went along with this, and they're starting to put out games where you can actually turn your games or at, change the code to make it fit whatever games you have. There's some very <laughs> interesting videos out there of people wearing it for the first time. Do you remember that, Jerry? Yeah, is that the <laughs> one where the grandmother just freaks yes. out? Yeah, yes. that's it. That's what yes. I heard it. Yeah, that's, uh, it's quite, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And it really, and it, re I, you know, I'm a big proponent of this, being a, a, a you know, Star Trek fan that I am, uh, that, you know, the future of education should be in holodecks. So oh my this goodness! This is this is <laughs> okay. this is. Uh, hey, if I want to teach, if I want to yeah. teach history, I want to go to Egypt. I yep. can go there. Absolutely. I can go there. Now, as long as I can hug my kids, that's all I can say. There you go. Because sometimes they need it, and I need yeah. it too. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. No, it'd be just a place to go and to you know visually see what's going on. But don't don't create a holodeck. And uh, create a classroom in a holodeck, <laughs> just like Jerry when the Second Life, Jerry, where people would create yeah. Second Life meetings and they would create a virtual school and you go in and sit in desks. Like yeah. the yeah. first thing they always wanted to do, rows of desks. I was like, really? Yeah. You you have the infinite 
possibilities for a classroom and you the still condition. make rows of desks. Oh, and yeah. you couldn't even get in them. I no, mean, yeah. you sit, I couldn't sit in a Too desk small. for second life. Yep. Okay. Well, the reason why we have all of you here is that we have the uh, the gamified website. Now, a friend of the show, a friend that I, I met at uh, the ICE conference, Illinois Computing Educators, um, he shared out this link. And I'm just like, what is going on with this? And that's Wes Fryer. And I'm sure, mm -hmm. Vicki, do all of you know Wes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. He's, he's such a wonderful, wonderful guy. Uh, and uh, Colin and Lee, if you ever get a chance to see a, con you know, go to a conference or even just follow him on Twitter, I mean, he's got amazing, amazing um Amazing professional development and ideas out there. So, what is this uh, gamified wiki that you've put to, that all of you have put together here? Yeah, I think Lee was going to go first, but we think she's stuck. So, let's see if she's hmm. stuck. Oh, she might be. Am I stuck? I can you hear me? I can hear you. Hear you oh, got a wonderful facial expression. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> This has been going on for a while, but uh, but yeah, we've got this gamified wiki going on. Uh, Vicky and uh, Verena and I, Vicky and I were chatting just about two months ago on Twitter, and she was talking about games and creating some sort of game for K through 12 with um with with the Hunger Games, and we just started talking, and we pulled Vicky in once we sort of had a concept. And uh, knew that she had so much experience with this stuff. And then when Vicky's concept included Minecraft, we pulled in Colin because um, I really don't know a thing in the world about <laughs> Minecraft at all. And so I know that my, my nephew loves it, but that's about it. So uh, we pulled him in. But it's an experience for higher education, for an open online community, and for students ages 13 up to participate in an inquiry about serious games and what serious games are. Well, the, it seems yeah, there's a lot here. And, you know, yeah. and you just started talking about this like two months ago? Yeah. 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 You, you guys have really yeah. had a lot of meetings. Well, <laughs> we have. And, and the other thing to know is that, that we're building it on concepts that have been around a while. So um, in, in working, I'm no longer working with the Flat Classroom Projects, but I'm co-founder of the Flat Classroom Projects. And they started up about eight years ago. And uh, I have a book, uh, Flattening Classrooms, Engaging Minds, that I co-wrote with Julie Lindsay. And we really kind of learned, you know, how do you do this collaboration thing? But this is really unique because we've got higher ed students and ninth graders working together in a very unique way uh, to research uh, serious games. So, you know, collaboration is in the DNA of all of us, and we really kind of understand how to collaborate. So once you once you get down the model, it's not really that hard to pull together. So you have, okay, so the, the first step, I'm, I'm assuming, is Quest 1, right? You start mm -hmm. with Quest 1, and that deals with the question of uh, what is a serious game, correct? Yes. Correct. And, and so, Vicky's, go ahead. Well, Vicky's students and my students are going to be engaging in that together, and that's one of the really fun things about this. My students are in-service teachers. Um, they've got degrees. They're in the classroom. They're teaching. And then Vicky's students are in ninth grade, and we're going to collaborate together about what is a serious game. And I think a lot of my students have a perception of games. Um, what I want to do is to get rid of this, this vilification that sort of happens of games in the classrooms. 
uh, and change their idea of what games are. So I think interacting with Vicky students is going to be so amazing as we go through this Quest One. So what what is the viewpoint? Because you guys are coming from different parts of the country, and mm -hmm. you know, being in Georgia and being we got <laughs> we got some a big gap there. Um, you know, in Georgia, I mean, is this especially in your district? Are is are games in the classroom? Is that pretty open and allowed? No, um, but in, see, in my classroom is very different. We just finished the Arab-Israeli conflict simulation with the University of Michigan, which basically gamifies the Middle Eastern conflict. It's a very powerful simulation. Jeff Stanzler has been doing it for quite a while. Yes. So the students co-presented with his grad students um, about that experience. So that's what this particular class is doing. So they have a different context. And one thing I try to teach them is, is I'm not here just to teach you. You're here to teach, but you're here to teach the world and to make a difference. Right. So as my students research serious games, Lee's students are going to be mentoring, but they're going to develop a framework to help my students evaluate serious games. So wow. it's time to stop talking about students and talking with students. I mean, you think about all the education classes, what do they do? Oh, students this, students that. You've got all these opinions. Well, why not merge and, and we're doing all of the, the review that has to happen to be able to do a research project. Um, but what happens when you actually have students engaged with a higher ed classroom to collaborate across the country or across the world? And then when we hit phase two and we have the OOC, have the OOC, um, at the end of that, my students will be presenting um, the state of serious games today based upon the framework that Lee's students have developed for evaluating serious games. So we're very excited about that. I don't know. and the It seems that the, um, the relationship between the higher ed students and the high school students, what, how, does that, how does that work out? I, now, in my, where I'm coming from, I think, I think that would have a great impact on both populations and that even is, raise the stakes. That's the hope. That's the hope. I want this, from my perspective, I want this to be a transformative experience for my students so that, you know, we, we talk about gaming in the classroom and here in Alaska, we have a very high rate of teacher turnover and we have a, a huge teacher shortage and this results in a lot of curriculum which is already set when teachers walk into a classroom and so there's not a lot of creativity that's encouraged um, a lot of times and I'd like my students to walk away with this from this with with the idea that okay I can actually do something different transformative innovative it's gonna work and I know what the result is gonna be because I've seen it well if you have the high turnover and you have young teachers coming in, that's, you know, without my mentor, I, w I would have mm -hmm. not have lasted my five years. I mean, you know, usually, yes. what is it, half drop out, five years. I don't know what the numbers are in Alaska, but I mean, it's, it, it, that's got to be, that's got to be a huge problem. And then, of course, when you don't have somebody to help you along and you have the confidence in what you're doing, um, you're going to probably stick with the regimented curriculum. Yes, exactly. And you're not going to take those chances to go off and do something like this. And that's that's one reason that I really enjoy the way we're doing this in the open, created the connected communities, because a lot of these teachers are the only teacher of their subject in their classroom, I mean in their school. 
So I'm the only English teacher in this school, the only one. Um, some are a teacher in you know schools of three people. And so the opportunity for professional development and for actually talking to others and being mentored is very, very slim when you're out in the bush. And so using the internet to develop these connected communities is really uh, a passion of mine. That's something I want them to do. And uh, I, my hope is that that continues beyond the class. Well, it definitely seems to be a necessity for what you're dealing with, you yes. know, in Alaska. So you have, you talked about these games being evaluated. Um, do the high school kids, I mean, it, it's, it's collaborative together, right? They're making them both together. So um, how does yeah. that work? Well, we've got right now, we've got four teams on four wikis, and they're kind of, we're using something called projects in wiki spaces, and they're kind of behind the scenes, uh, and then we're going to combine them together into sort of a massive wiki. But um, behind the scenes, the students, you know, have got to answer each of the questions, which I guess you'll share in the show notes in terms of what is a serious game, what is a non-serious game, trying to create a list of as many serious and non-serious games as you can. And remember that we want to include games like that, that aren't, they don't have to be super 3D graphics based. Right. I mean, we, we need to get past the stereotype of thinking that it has to be some sort of super expensive multi-million dollar game. I mean, the AIC conflict was text based. The four yes. liter challenge is very offline and it, it deals with water poverty. There's so many exciting things. In fact, uh, Lee, and I don't even think I've told you this, one of the best um, gamified uh, projects I've ever seen is called Combat Fishing. And a teacher in Alaska <laughs> did that. And if he won an award at a Microsoft Innovative Educator thing. So, Writing that down. Yeah, Combat Fishing. I was just Googling it, trying to, uh, oh, to figure funny. out uh, who it was. But... But you know, this whole concept of gaming, and uh, I was talking with a teacher in Hawaii, and her sixth graders are using Grotopia. I don't yes. know if you've seen Grotopia, to um, to to help study Japanese culture. So the interesting thing, and when Waverina set off on her quest, and she's done so many things, I think the OOC is going to be the most popular, wildly popular part of what we're doing because yes. we realized that there were not any good resources for any of our students, ninth grade or anybody, to really understand gamification in education. There are a lot of, it would be nice if we did, or it would be great if we did, but not a lot of we are doing this that was, was really um, related to what's happening in schools. So the OOC, is that taking basically everything that you are doing and putting it out there for people to use? It's actually it's going to allow us to learn about gaming through the experts and this is what Verena is so good at and she has been so integral in going out there and getting people who have been involved in gaming like the the people who did the Twitter versus zombies that she uh, participated in last year and uh, getting other people uh, such as um, I'm gonna say these names Dracart She's getting Drac art. She's getting Gord Holden. She's getting these people who are involved in doing this, and then they're going to teach us about games. They're going to teach us about what they're doing and inspire us, and it's part of the knowledge base for the course. It's part of the professional development for Vicky and Verena and myself and Colin, but, um, but then it's also offered to the world because there was just such interest in that. Well, I think uh, hopefully our connection today is going to open up a whole nother world because it seems like our, our worlds, because 
this your realm has just opened up to me and it's amazing how you kind of get in your own little you know circle uh and so now i have a group of people that i think you're probably want to are going to want to get involved oh with. wonderful yeah. so that's uh, great lucas gillespie in north carolina using world of warcraft uh, yes and we're trying to get him i've been trying to get up with peggy but um yeah. oh, isn't peggy lucas Sheehy. working yeah, yeah lucas is working with peggy on the world of warcraft oh, yeah. common core yep Oh goodness, that would be great if you could help us get yep. up with Lucas. Joel, I don't have his email. Uh, he's he's actually been uh, Jerry. He's he's been on the show more than anybody else. Uh, mm -hmm. I think he's yeah, he's so. definitely a big foe. He's friend the of biggest. Foe. He's the biggest he's foe. Fantastic. Yeah, he's wonderful. Joel Levin with <laughs> Minecraft Edu. Oh yes, we'd love for him um, to be a part of this. Yeah, we've been trying to get him. He's tough. Yeah, it's, it's tough. He's gotten. He's become very busy. Yeah. But you know, there's the groups that we've connected with, especially with GLS, the Games and Learning Society, at the University of Wisconsin Madison, and then also the um, uh, Playful Learning and the Learning Games Network out at MIT. And that's how I'm actually getting to South by Southwest EDU is the project that I've been working with through MIT so and University of Wisconsin Madison so there's there's a lot of connections that we will definitely be talking later uh, uh, and adding to this because yeah. there's there's so many there's so many uh, amazing people out there that are doing classroom regular classroom teachers that are yeah. using games and that's it's really really exciting um, so yeah I'm seeing this here so you, yeah you have the different games but Colin you um, um, Minecraft team leader I think it's more of a cautionary tale to not go on vacation down the Death Valley and go offline for like two weeks. You don't have your thumb down and you're not get picked for that one. Yeah, well, I, I started, you know, I, I started interacting with these guys, and they wanted someone to uh, help advise them on how to set up some Minecraft stuff. And and I've done some Minecraft uh, work with a, a high school across the street from where I live, and and there's another class that I'm using Minecraft with uh, this semester, with uh, you know, doing STEM in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And uh, it seemed like a pretty good fit, and then uh, I went on, like I said, a vacation with my family, and then all of a sudden, I, I get back online, and like everything is just like this big castle of of documents and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, how, what did I get myself into? So, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm, I'm just loving it. So, uh, what are you? I mean, you're just creating like a Minecraft space. Yeah, I think uh, we'll be creating some sort of uh, Minecraft game or project, and uh, I want to put that either through allgamer.net or something like that, and and uh, you know scale it up as appropriate to see how many you know how many people will have jumping in from from East Coast and, and our coast here. Yeah. And uh, as far as what rules to put on the game or what world to put into the game, um, you know the we had started off uh, with the idea of you know preventing preventing you know Pan Am. From, from occurring, so you know, creating a Minecraft world and, and putting in some 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 ways that students could create the sustainable uh, ecosystem inside of Minecraft and what things would have to happen uh, to make it work. Yeah, you don't want so. any Lord of the Flies going. <laughs> that no. that has come up more than <laughs> once. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it has. So how do you? I mean, this is something that, um, and I think you were watching the show with Sean Dickers from Ohio University. He's actually creating a Minecraft book, and I've I've I'm writing a chapter on uh, f finished it, but on creating uh, game clubs after school, yeah. and you know putting that together. So you know it's are you because one thing that we've talked about a lot is and and Vicky you were mentioning it too, giving the um, the power to the kids, having them create. Yes. 
you know, their own little constitution or whatever it might be, but having create their own guidelines. Have, have you had a chance to have the students really put that together or is that something that, you know, you've kind of laid the groundwork for? Vicki? Well, that's the plan. Uh, the plan <laughs> is that yes. uh, what we've planned out is after we go through this, this two weeks of, of um, of, of research basically, of really understanding serious games and the opportunities, the students are actually going to create video pitches for their ideas for the game. Awesome. Uh, that would be a serious game um, technically based on how do we prevent uh, Panem from happening. Um, so it would have a Hunger Games context to kind of give them some ideas of creativity, but there's a lot of room, um, latitude within that. So they create the pitches, then we put it on Listly, the kids crowdsource what are the what are the what is the video that that kind of is the main concept? Of course, they can pull from each of the different videos. Now, the plan is that we'll actually collaboratively edit that video and we video. So the goal is that every single piece of this will be collaborative, mm -hmm. in nature. I mean, we'll discuss ideas, we'll have individual ideas, we'll brainstorm, but it'll actually be collaborative. And then we want to work through how can you collaboratively create a Minecraft world together. What would that look like? Because um, when we talked last night, um, Lee had her students together and Verena and I were there and Colin and we talked about you know we need to be on the leading bleeding edge and for me in my classes I want my students on the leading bleeding edge and a lot of times we lead and a lot of times we bleed. But <laughs> yeah. We are transparent, we are open, we are inventing, they are part of something special. When you invent and create um, it's life-changing because you know you're changing the world and my own son, my 12-year-old, loves Minecraft. It's the way to unlock him and that's why for me I'm so completely passionate about it. Um, my oldest son was very much into um, Call of Duty. I wasn't so crazy about that. But um, <laughs> Jay McGonigal really gave us a challenge and, and talked about 10,000 hours of gaming time between 6th and 12th grade and said, have we really thought about the games that we're playing? But you know what? Have we even talked about alternatives? I mean, it's kind of like this taboo nobody's willing to talk about. Um, and the idea of a game is some sort of rote math baseball drill and practice that you could do on flashcards. And I, that's just not good enough. We can do better. And so we want to be part of a movement to have great, awesome, serious games. And, you know, it's just kind of grown. We want you guys involved because this is past us, and, and we want to be open and share. Everybody's very passionate, especially Verena, about sharing and being transparent. Yes. And including everybody. I mean, this is something that needs to be talked about, I think, because so many people have jumped on so quickly, and we had no idea yes. when the three of us put up our blogs mm -hmm. that it would go crazy. I yep. mean, Verena's inbox has been full. Mm -hmm. But I think that's because people are realizing it's time to um, really start gamifying in some very powerful ways. Yeah, well, you have a lot of – the wonderful thing about the games and learning group, they're very friendly. They're willing to share. They're wanting to help out, and that's why we like doing – Jerry and I like doing this is because we can share out all this information and help yes. teachers that to, to get where they need to go. And you – yeah, you definitely need to talk to Lucas Gillespie because, you know, I'm sitting here going, he's put – I don't know how many hours and days of work into the projects and Peggy, you know, putting all that time mm -hmm. in there for their projects. And then he's just like, no, it's, it's out there for everybody. It's, mm -hmm. it's out there. This is, I'm doing this as a passion. This is what I love to do. I want everybody to be able to, to use it. And th that is payment enough, you know, mm -hmm. to have it helping kids out. So yeah. 
what, so you have okay so we have the quest you have the the first part I just want to kind of summarize here you have the first part which is the um, what is a serious game then you have the second part which is the uh, the quest which is basically creating and designing uh, in Minecraft correct second is video pitch oh video third pitch, is yeah. Minecraft right. yeah video pitch then then Minecraft and then you have the ook which is basically demonstrating and showing different games that are out there to be used. Well, the, no, the OOC comes between, is the end of phase one. The students okay. will present their findings, Lee's group will present their findings, and the experts will educate all of us yes. after we can understand, um, you know, but they, we need to do it based on fact. I mean, the students are going to find things, and Lee's students are going to find things, but we want to have these conversations. Yeah. Uh, so they can really understand what is the best of the best in terms of serious games and the potential in education. And it's open to anybody. Everybody can join in and yes. come to, and the, to it. To the OOC. It's action -packed. Yes. We have a, completely open. We've got a Google Plus community. We've got a, a Twitter feed. We've well, got an Ed Moto group. Yep. And so we really hope that there will be some conversation going on and some synergy occurring as we when we first put this out there we met to look at the applications and we were like hmm uh, uh, we thought well maybe people just don't know where to start and <laughs> that's what the ook is for it's to help okay. us to get a starting place okay and everything seems to be outlined <laughs> very well I, I'm having trouble following it because I know Vicky. It's getting past your bedtime too. He's here on the East Coast, but uh, yeah, I'm just uh, long day teaching sixth graders, so uh, having trouble there. Jerry, he just teaches high school. It's no big deal for him. He's he's fine. So, but everything is listed very well on, on the page, and um, I'm definitely sharing this out as much as I can uh, to help you guys along. But I definitely feel this is a great outline. Uh, even if you can't get involved with the OOC, you can definitely look at this outline and, and use it with your own students and then hopefully be able to share it with others what your experience is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Zach, I actually listened to the that, that one earlier uh, podcast while I was folding my laundry and, and uh, <laughs> ostensibly it was about some Minecraft in there somewhere, but really he was talking a lot about professional development and I was just I was just, uh, you know, how you can't expect to have someone stand in front of a group of educators and, just, you know, speak for an hour, and then all of a sudden they're going to transform whatever they do in their yeah. classroom the next yes. day, you know. So to me, when I look at professional development coming at, as an, you know, uh, someone from systems admin or engineer, whatever, mm -hmm. I see that uh, reaching out, and connecting, and doing projects or being a part of like this two-week, you know, short little thing, you know, that that seems like the future, right? That that's the way it's going to happen. Like you have to reach out and make your own connections and make yep. it happen for yourself. The real time, you know, being able to get it when you want, uh, being able to have it available, you know, in multiple formats, whether it's listening to it or watching it, um, and then being able to get with a group of people. I mean, this is basically turned, this show has turned into my professional learning community. That's I awesome. learn just as much as I learned from my students as you were talking about, Lee. I learn more, their brains are much more powerful than my one. I learn from them every day, every day. And so, and I learn from the people that communicate with me through the show. Um, and, and that is the best way. But that's, it's my choice too. It's not a forced thing. Yes. It's not something that's forced. You, you, uh, you, you have that interest. And Vicki, what you're talking about with your sons getting involved with, with Minecraft. I mean, that's something they want to do. I have 40 kids 
every other week show t- show up to a game club and we do Minecraft and we play different games. We play board games. We do all different things. But I they want to be there. And when I use games in the classroom, not everybody. I you know it gets to the point where it, it's a choice. I have multiple ways for them, multiple tools for the kids to learn. Games could be one of them. Most of the kids like doing the games. Uh, the other kids, I give them alternate you know type of uh, of you know, assessments or work. So, you know, it's not even work. It's really, you know, it's, it's a fun activity. It's yeah. a fun activity. And that's, that's where we need to get, but it's taken me 18, this is my 18th year of teaching. And it's, it, I didn't start here. I did not start yeah. here in Colin. You're starting right out, you know, and, and, and getting involved with this or the young teachers Lee that you're working with. Um, it's, it is difficult and it's scary because especially starting out. So mm-hmm. finding these groups, especially if I could have found a group when I was in college, and could have connected with and stayed with and grown with, I think that would have been wonderful. But we just had dial-up internet at the time, so that's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole other thing. You know, phone. AOL and you know the bag phone, my big brick of a thing. So, um, Jerry, yeah, exactly, Jerry. Anything yeah. you'd like to share? No, it sounds absolutely amazing. Really, really interesting stuff, and uh, really enjoyed looking through it. Thank you so much for coming on. This has this has so much potential, and especially I know, I know you seem you probably think this is a this is a large task, but I'm seeing so many different areas where this could expand and grow and help. Jerry teaches digital art in the high school, so he's using is it Unity, Jerry? Yeah, Unity. Mm-hmm. So they're doing uh, you know 3D, you know facial, and he's he I don't know he does all that stuff. Uh, he, he's an so artist. Teaching how to do facials, you know makeup and stuff. Last week, Zach, you know nothing Bad about treatments. what I do. Don't put the clay on my face. Well, I'd like to interject. You know, if if there are other classrooms that want to research with mine um, about the serious games or that want to be part of the group that. Um, Builds the Minecraft. Uh, we've got room. Um, it, it just we have to find a good fit. We want it to be a good fit. So some teachers have talked to us, and we just kind of saw that you know, yeah, they can be part of the OOC and they can participate if they want to, but it might not be a good fit. So if there's some folks interested, they can email me at vicky at coolcatteacher.com. And that would be awesome. And I would I'd share the same thing, Vicky. We've got Verena is teaching a class which is going to jump in and out with our with our course and we've also teamed with some educators and some courses in Canada but anybody who wants to be a part of the higher ed experience read explore discuss with us uh, just please let me know and uh, I'll be happy to to we can arrange it yeah. Colin me I'm just I'm so realizing that the <laughs> he's not is much going back than I thought <laughs> yeah I, I'm just looking forward to using this semester and exploring how not just digital games but games in general can be used in the classroom and not just games but but the behavior stuff that comes from games and how that can be used to motivate students uh, either through the you know people sometimes people use scoreboarding or or you know <laughs> random rewards or stuff like that how that can, how that can be used well, Vicky mentioned earlier Jane McGonigal and of course Jim G. Uh, yes. You know, big pioneers, and they have so much to say. And I know you listened to that show, uh, and thank you for tweeting that out. One of the Jim G. shows. He is a quote machine. He is. It's amazing. <laughs> he is just. He, every other line, he has something like, "Oh my goodness, I got to write that down. I got to write that down." He. They really know their stuff, and you can learn so much from there. And I would just say, you know, just keep your ears open, Colin, because. 
you know, you're going to learn from those kids. They're going to show you things you you'll never you've never imagined. Oh, they blew me away when I, was, when I saw it. came at the end of a end of the semester last, well, this past semester, and saw what kids had done. And uh, they should be in my shoes. They should be doing my work because they're amazing. They brought in all these mods to do this crazy stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully, they're creating new ways to do something, something that we've never even thought of. And that's what that's my hope. So, thank you all for joining us. So thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach network. <laughs> have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, I guess I have to hit the... I'm the one that hits the stop broadcast. Yeah, right. Okay, I got to do that. Okay. Good night. Good night.